Welcome back to Grunts in Appalachia. We've got a very special guest tonight. We have a Mr. A.J. Jones with us, and he is a hairdresser here in Huntington, West Virginia. He is one of the most fabulous, sexy men I've ever laid eyes on, I think. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm feeling it tonight. Feeling it. I guess so. Oh, stop. (laughs) That's not how how A.J. I think you're following right into the stereotype of a male hairdresser right now, A.J. I think it's the wine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then is that champagne or is that wine? It's 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 wine. Okay, well, since you jumped right in there, let's go ahead and touch base on being in here in the heart of Appalachia. What kind of stereotypes or have you had negative experiences with, you know, being a male hairdresser that is straight? Have you had any issues or had any funny stories or things that have happened to you that have... You, you've, you've had to be like, because just because I cut hair doesn't mean, and, and also he cuts my beard and he shaves my head and everything short of manscaping he does for me. And, uh, Not he that d- you need it. No, well, no, but he, he, he does a fantastic job. Super, super professional. And, you know, the thing that I think is cool is that you travel and you go to people's homes and do that. We'll get back to that later. I will say this, though, about Nate. Nate is very particular about everything that has in his life happened or what he has to do. I mean, this man will drive to 16 different stores to find the right ball powder that he wants. Ball powder <laughs> is the truth. I mean, it's a serious game for you. But, AJ, we're curious. What's the funniest thing that's ever happened as a hairdresser, a male hairdresser to you in Appalachia? I mean, what kind of what kind of perception has somebody given you that has has it made you feel awkward? Has it made you feel angry? I mean, what what's what's happened with that? Well, uh, like I said on the uh, this is the um, there was a client who uh, brought me into the um, foyer of the salon and was trying to pit me out with one of her with one of her friends. And uh, the person she was trying to, you know, get me hooked up with was a guy. So I just, I realized that <laughs> she, she thought I was gay. Right? No other impression other than uh, male um, hairstylist and, you know, blah, 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 blah. He, he has to be gay. Oh, and, and I dress nice. Yeah, you're, you're we could say. Eccentric. Slightly. <laughs> Eccentric's a good word. I mean, I've seen AJ wear vests, leather vests with little fluffy things around the, around the collar and if I didn't know AJ, <laughs> if I didn't know AJ, I'd be like, hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a suave dude, but I don't I don't know. But, but here's the thing, though. If you step outside of this pond, right, to like Chicago, L.A., you know, Cha-cha. Miami, you know what I'm saying? People, that's this is the way people dress. So for some reason, I'm just um, like a fish uh, out of what is it? A fish out of pond? Fish out of the water. Something like that. Or maybe you need to get some Carhartt or some thorough good boots. <laughs> but 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 it, but at the, at the same time, you know, AJ actually and I are roommates, and true, this is true. And so we've also worked out in the backyard. You know what I mean? Like prison style, made use PVC and cinder blocks, and you know, I mean, I mean, he we was like, what are you doing, bro? I'm like, then then I was like, how many cinder blocks? Is it like two on one side or just one? Well, one then, on each. Then then we then I was just in. You know what I mean? So like, I was like, let's do this, dude. Let's get weird. Let's get weird with it. I was like cutting buckets so I can put water in. It's, doing some farmers carries out in the backyard. I'm telling you, that's what you got to do. Um, AJ, we 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 still we we want to hear about. 
I, I classify AJ as the Alex Jones of Huntington, West Virginia. I mean, he is a hardcore, probably the most conspiracy theory minded individual I've ever known in my life. And I love him for it because it's fun to talk to him. So we want to know what you want to discuss. Like, what are, what are you on topic right now? But before you touch that basis, I would like to touch on the fact that you grew up a mixed kid in Appalachia. I would like to, you know, it, and, it, and it can be brief because it's not, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's not that it's no big deal to us, but like, how was that, you know, kind of getting the preface to everything to be the four story. What was that like growing up as a mixed kid in Appalachia here in, here in this area? Were you received well? There were, I don't know, like growing up here was, it's different from um, people like uh, LeBron. Where did, he, where did he grow up? Uh, Akron. Oh, oh, Akron, Akron. Okay. Akron. These are some, uh, these are some hardcore cultural uh, places that kind of are hard to move. You know what I'm saying? So, but here, here in Huntington, the black community and the white community just has always grown up really kind of cool. That's amazing. Okay. So other than, I don't know, other than a few things that have happened in my life, I've really not had a, a bunch of pressure to be, you know, black. That's outstanding. I mean, obviously sometimes when you speak to me, you don't maybe know if I would be black or not. Yeah. So that's a whole other thing, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's, yeah, it's been pretty normal. Well, I mean, because our premise is, you know, a couple infantry Marines here in Appalachia and, and I always, I always wonder because I think, and we, we hit on this very frequently about uh, stereotypes, uh, even for just Appalachians themselves, white, black, yellow, green, blue, whatever, they get a stereotype of uneducated. Um, toothless. Toothless. You know, th- those kind of things. Incest. That, that's not, that's a, that's a weird word, but yeah. So, I mean, it just, and I, so, I mean, we don't, we don't get a chance. We, we had. In previous guests, you know, we've we've talked to them about you know what it was like, you know, because we're we're a couple corn-fed white dudes, and we're kind of oblivious, not oblivious because that seems ignorant, but like we we don't get to see, we've never seen that kind of acceptance or uh, unacceptance, you know. What I mean, so it, it, that's what that's why I asked. And I appreciate the you know I appreciate the the dialogue to, of of opening. That's what we need more in this country. We need uh, to display a, a, a few instances where whites and blacks don't really see themselves as white or black. And I think that that can kind of perpetuate to the point where people are systematically trained, not systematically racist, but systematically trained to think a certain way. Well, I, I, th- I feel like that's a perfect segue into what we would like to discuss with you tonight because you don't. I, I personally have never seen you as a color. I don't think you've ever seen me as that or John. We're Americans and we're proud Americans. We love our country. We're proud to be here. And we have we all at this table have some very, very serious questions and serious uh, concerns with what in fact it is to be an American. Right or now. actually what's going on right now in America. So we want to pick your brain tonight and kind of hear Throw your some, th- some theories 
that may be arising. Yeah, I mean, let's 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 hear your theory on what happened in the last election. I mean, what do you think actually went on? I know you you study it and you delve into it in depth and you talk to people and all those things. So so what is it that you think actually transpired during this last election cycle? You went to the swamp. I, yes, I did. Uh, I did go January sixth. I did go the Trump rally. I did go. Yes, um, and people would. I got calls. I, I got text messages asking why I went. That anyway. Let's go to your initial question. What's what's going on? Well, uh, to put it to put it short. All right, to put it short. Um, we have been infiltrated uh, from. Within, sounds conspiratorial. Just saying that, like people's minds are blown. Oh, What's I going on? Dum, dum, dum. But yeah, you're basically seeing an administration that is not the real administration. We, as a democracy, we uphold one and tr- one true thing that distinguishes us from any other country. That's our vote. That's what we hold dear and true to our hearts as Americans. We, I mean, we fought wars over this. So typically, everyone in America has seen the flip of a a stolen election that can be proven. And we've realized that not only will the legislative branch turn their heads and not only will the executive branch turn their heads. Well, it seemed like the judicial branch didn't really want to get involved with it at all. That's, you know, that's straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of uh, people who are looking for this um, country to turn uh, a 180 and do the right thing. So once we saw that happen, there are a lot of things going on behind the scenes that are descending into one big culminary. I, I, can, I can agree wholeheartedly and say that I don't feel like my vote mattered. I, I feel like it was, it, it was not even taken into consideration in the slightest because it didn't matter. And that just, it, I mean, that is uncertain for me because I'm someone... Uh, also, John is someone that we've we've went and did our business in order for America and coming home, you know, all of those things. It was just a I mean, it, it, it seems weird to me that I don't matter. Oh, I mean, it's been a debacle. But coming back to what you said, AJ, the it seems like half the country believes that it was fraud. Half the country believes that it was a stolen election and half the country believes that it was a completely legitimate election. That's three halves. Well, I understand that. But the first two halves were the same. <laughs> um, but my question, my question is, if that's the case and we we didn't have a legitimate election what's what's the course of action that can be taken that could ever reverse it because it doesn't seem like anything could ever reverse anything in this country when it comes to politics without our actual politicians doing something about it well uh, i don't think we're at i don't think we're at the point where the politicians are going to be doing anything about anything that is how deep this insidious um, ideology has i like that word okay so we are on paths not uh, trodden as Americans. We have gone to a point where uh, guns mattered, the Second Amendment that allowed not only uh, white people, but it was initially for black people to protect themselves so that they can actually vote so they weren't getting hung or um, killed by the Ku Klux Klan. So... The Second Amendment is something that we are going to be 
um, battling as far as what's good and right because that's what they want to do is take away our guns in the first place. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense because if you take away the guns and the people can't defend themselves against their own tyrannical government, which I don't think we're under a tyrannical government personally. I mean, I still live my life exactly how I want to. But I, I do think, I mean, I've delved into some of these conspiracies myself and I really contemplate sometimes how many presidents we've had that are that are related to the same British royal family. Do you know anything about that? Um, yeah, even uh, supposedly, uh, shall I say his name, 44. Um, even he was related to, uh, even he's related to the royal family. So, I mean, it could be. I mean, from what I've read, it seems like only two people that have worn, have been the president weren't related to the exact same family. Well, okay, would that be tr- Trump? Would be one. Of them? No, I, I, I'm not sure about Trump. I just know when I read there was two okay. presidents, and they were presidents that nobody would remember because they're from so far back. But it's it's one of those things where it's every president minus two were all related to the same I royal family. Yeah, I, yeah I, I believe it. So that makes me kind of think that our votes don't count, personally. Personally. Who who was Obama related to? I don't know. I know he was, I know him and... Um, he might be one of the two. I know him and George uh, Bush were related. Well, then they're definitely related to the same family. But somebody can fact check us and let us know on that. I don't I don't really care to delve into that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just talking. But I know, I mean, let's get, let's get on a more, uh, let's get on a more fun topic here. You are a flat earther and you believe in flat earth. So I want to hear, I want you to, I want you to convince me why we live on a flat earth. Hmm. Well, that's, that's, that's difficult. <laughs> that's difficult because, um, you're dealing with, uh, cognitive dissonance. Okay. I love that. Tell yeah. the tell tell everybody what cognitive dissonance just, is. Okay, uh, a lot of people really know a lot of psychology, and they really know how to work the brain. They know the human mind like like it's been mapped out. Okay, so they know how to how to kick us. They know how to make us go left, right. They they they, they know how to sway our opinions. This is how good they are. These are people that came over from Project Paperclip from uh, Germany when the Nazis were supposedly killed. Well, Project Paperclip, just to jump in here, Project Paperclip was a, was a, it's it's factual, mm-hmm. and it's you can look at the CIA documents, and they actually brought Germans here and gave them amnesty, and allowed them to come to America so that they could pro, they could make our military better and and weaponize us in a in a fashion that we could defeat the Germans. That would be the storybook story, yes. Let's but it's real. Well, yeah, that part's real, yes. But every uh, double agent, triple agent has a has a cover. So you're you're dealing with spy agents, and you're dealing with a lot of stuff that's going on right now. So it is much deeper than that. Way, way, way deeper. And what people don't understand is those that same technology that those Nazis brought over through who NASA. Not a space agency. Is that what that stands for? That's what what some people would say, (laughs) yes. Okay. So the same people who came over from Project Paperclip are forming NASA and, um, you know, decompartmentalizing everything so that people aren't really aware of what's happening and what's not happening. Just the fantastic pictures that you look at of the moon landing 
just that right alone, I can give you 50 million things that are not true in just one of the pictures. Do you believe the moon landing was real? It, it couldn't have been real. There's no possible way that it could have been real. Look at the the little satellite that they've got on the moon. Okay. The tinfoil satellite. Right. Now, that thing is supposed to have transmitted all that audio, <laughs> all that video, right? Compress it. I mean, it, you know, the amount of energy that that took for that to happen, there's no possible way from the moon to the earth. Can't happen. Well, see, I was going to go a little deeper and say the Van Allen radiation belt oh, that's... that they can't even get through now. They're saying the technology was lost yeah. and they cannot get through it. Kind of makes me a little skeptical myself. I'm just going to say right now that you're not going to hear a lot from Nate in this po- in this in this podcast because I'm sitting here right now trying to figure out if I should get like a foil suit and like a spaghetti colander on my head. Nate, do you know how to read? And I have I've read before, but I I don't I'm just sitting here looking at both of you going how in the hell <laughs> Do you guys know this shit? And and I have to wonder. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna carry that forward and say, AJ, what is your main source of of intel? intel. Yeah, um, my main my main source of intel is a, a a broad accumulative of information. It's not from conspiracy.com. You know what I mean? And I, and, and I check their feed 24-7, and that's where I get all my... No, no. I do investigative work, if that's a word. Yeah, I don't think that's a word. <laughs> investigative work. I like, okay? how you, I like how you made a word there. That was good. <laughs> I told you I've read before, right. and I never read that word. Okay, it's putting... It's put, It's just like the Bible says. It's in order for you to really learn what the Bible says, you have to put line upon line, precept upon precept. That's what you, you have to do when you're investigating something that really truly means something to you and you know it's going to change your entire life you put your whole 24 hours put your soul into it you know what i mean and it's not just something that you just kind of flip to this means this has a lot of spiritual um as well as physical connotations for me because i feel that um the fact that people don't or people that people are not aware of this means that there is some sort of um mission to hide god you know, to high creation. Um, you think you, so you think that is like the backbone of the whole conspiracy is. is to hide God. Of course it is. Okay. Of course it is. If we are, if, if we were able to pop outside of the matrix that we are actually living in right now. And like, like the movie with Keanu, just like the movie and be able to look down upon ourselves to see like where we are, we would be absolutely like blown away. I like the word flabbergasted. Flabbergasted would be the word. Okay. That's basically Nate right now listening to this. <laughs> flabbergasted. <laughs> now listen, you have actual documented naval, okay, military expeditions to find these locations. Okay, Admiral Byrd, he was one of them. He came back from Operation the, High Jump. Came back from one of no, this was Operation Um Um Freeze. Just turn my mic off. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he was commissioned to do this um, expedition, and he went and went and went. I mean, it was it was incredible. Um, he explored all of the back ice until he came to a stop, and then once that happened, you had the um, uh, the treaties of all the countries, 
for us for for no one to go there and to, unless they're like military escorted. Okay, it's the longest treaty that's ever been held. Um, supposedly there are all the all these resources, tons of resources that that are there, and extra land. Are you talking about the Antarctic Treaty? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry, I didn't clarify that. But yeah, so but okay, but to go back to flat Earth, and this is the one thing as far as as, as space is concerned. Sometimes I, I just want to blow some of my uh, uh, listeners' minds, and you really have to take a look at how you've been propagandized since birth. Okay, since birth. Even in the classroom, you see a American flag and a globe from birth. You don't know anything else other than that. Well, I learned in history class that the Native Americans were cool with it. Were cool with what? <laughs> I mean, us taking their land, throwing them on reservations, giving them smallpox blankets. It. I just, I never, like, they teach you what they want you to know, and so people... People think I mean I couldn't I don't I've I've not seen a history book in years obviously but I don't it's like we we talked actually last week about public education and things like that and the structure of it and like how it's su- such it can be so influential to a young mind and it and it it really blows me away when I when I start to look back and see how it was taught how it was organized to be taught and the things that it was pushing on, you know, very, very influential minds. Do you know the reason of public education? I'm beginning to believe with this podcast, I don't know anything. Okay. The reason for public education is for, okay, governmental indoctrination. That's what public schools are there for. You've got teachers and um, parents who are true fighters for kids and really want to teach and uh, teach them something. Um, and they're fighting against the establishment, okay? They want these people who are... I, mean, I don't want to get into anything political, so uh, hold on. I'll kind of back out of this. You've said, you've said, <laughs> you've said enough. Yeah. <laughs> Just go with it. Okay. All right. No one's listening. So, all right. The, the school system is set up for failure. So the additional or some of the other weakening part of the weakening points that are being are being attempted in order to destroy this country is to take away the education system um, systematically. And I think that's what they've done. So, well, we were we started this topic on flat earth and now we've gone to the moon landing and we've gone to public education. That's that's not my fault. But we need to get we, we need to get we need to get back to flat earth. I mean, I have delved into it myself deeply and I've looked into a lot of things. And there's a lot of things that make sense, but there's a lot of things that I'm just like, eh, I don't know. I, in fact, have not. <laughs> well, thank you for that that <laughs> declaration. I've seen a globe. Uh, okay. How, well, I can see a globe anytime I want to. How about um, how about we go through a couple of different um, examples of what are what I call cracks in the matrix. And maybe if you are aware of these little anomalies, you can do it. You can chime in. Uh, for the record, he's pointing at John. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We've got the producer commentating on, oh, right, hand gestures so that the viewers at home who are not watching on television. Uh, oh, it's sponsored by. <laughs> um, okay, so check this out. Are you aware of the uh, second law of thermodynamics? I am. Okay. All right, so when you get into the second law of thermodynamics, let's talk about gas pressure, okay? Gas pressure. All right, now, when you have a closed can of Pepsi, 
that gas pressure inside that Pepsi has to be contained. Hey, Pepsi, holler at us. <laughs> has to be has to be contained by what? A container. A container. Okay, you can't have gas pressure without a container. Okay, let's keep this in mind. This is the second law of thermodynamics. It cannot be broken. You can't find an anomaly and say, well, we have no, there is no such thing. So it is from, it's universal, all right, from the, what they call the Big Bang. So let's take a look at Earth. Earth is supposed to be surrounded by space. Am I correct? So <clears throat> where does space that's supposed to be a vacuum and the thermosphere or the mesosphere and everything that we kind of live in in our little world, where does that blend? Uh, in the second heaven. In the second heaven. Okay. No. All right. So. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I don't really know what that I, means, I don't know. I'm just trying to answer you, but I don't know. He, he just said, I award you no points. <laughs> May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> we got it. That's a good one. All right. What I'm saying is, is if there is a vacuum, how in the world is the air that we're supposedly breathing not being sucked out in space? I thought that was the ozone or something. Where's it going, dude? Well, yeah, where's how, it go? I mean, I mean, talk to us, man. Where's it going? Where's what going? This the the air we breathe. I mean, what's happening with it? Where do you think it goes? If there, if someone if someone lights a um, a piece of wood on fire inside this room, the the smell the the particles that help us smell what that wood smells like will eventually dissipate evenly throughout the room. Is that am I correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay, because that is the law of thermodynamics. Pressure evens out, just like water. It's supposed to even out, okay? It, it finds its own level. That's why you call it a level, and it uses water, because the Earth is flat. But anyway, um, <laughs> I can go on and on and on. Oh, I know you can. I mean, so you're basically saying that on a ball, you can't have level water. That, that's impossible. Show me, an, show me another replica here on Earth of a system where water bends. Well, I mean, they, they made exist. a movie about it. Oh, oh, they did? Yeah, the water. What was it called? The water bender or the air bender or something? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I love your humor because that's exactly what they do. They just make stuff up. All right. And eventually they have to walk back on it because people who investigate it, it blows them out of the water. Tell me if if the earth is rotating at a thousand miles an hour at its axis. I can't feel that. Okay. Some people say it's because we've always had that feeling, so that's what we feel. And I can get into that later. Is it kind of like being high? <laughs> I don't know because I've I, I don't know because I've never done it. What I'm saying is, how can you leave New York City and fly to California and do nonstop, okay, and do the same trip going from California to New York and it be the same time? So you are you talking about curvature of Earth or are you talking about the rotation of the Earth? Okay. Okay. But if we're inside of an atmosphere, does that not make it where we have the pressures to be able to do that without there being any kind of problem? Say that again. Okay. If you fly from Washington D.C. to L.A. and you have an atmosphere that is protecting you from the what we would classify as space 
does that not protect you from feeling the speed of the momentum going around the sun? Or even the earth spinning on its axis. Um, so we're spinning two ways and we're going to, we're, we're going from, we're from Washington. We're spinning four ways. Okay. That sounds fun. I should have drank more. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think I've drank enough for this either. Okay. You've got the earth's axis spinning. Okay. okay. We're spinning a circle. Okay. Then you've got the earth spinning around the sun. Test two. We're spinning okay. around the sun, spinning then, a circle. Then you've got the solar system spinning around the galaxy. Spinning around the galaxy. Okay. And then you've got that same galaxy shooting through the universe at 143 trillion light years in speed. I mean, people were actually believe that this is true. and we We're can, basically a bug on a windshield. And we can look up and see the same stars that our ancestors who uh, naveled ships 1,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, using the same star patterns to direct themselves. And they haven't moved in the sky. Is that what you're saying? They've, that, I mean, that's how naval people sail is by, by stars. They're so accurate. Okay. I can I can so, see that. So how is all this spinning, moving, shooting through the universe allow that to happen? I I can't answer that question. I'm not Neil DeGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I I, I kind of wish he was here though. Let's 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 switch topics here and let's go I, to uh, COVID. We I, I want to get you on COVID. Go ahead, Nate. If you wish that dude was here. I wish I was here. <laughs> That's actually good. Because I don't think I am. Let's go to COVID because Nate looks really great in a mask. And I love seeing him in a mask. His, little, his beard hanging out the bottom of it and walking through Walmart just chilling. Yeah, masks are my favorite. And I wear them all the time. I'm actually wearing one right now. Yeah, that's not true. Well, they call him a face diaper. And I don't... Uh, I don't really adhere much to the mask thing, but um, as far as looking good in it, of course I do. I enjoy walking around in different places without my mask on and people looking at me like I'm a killer. (laughs) (laughs) I like going. It's it's funny, but it's true. I, I enjoy going into like gun shops and liquor stores and things like that that are commonly robbed or like whatever. And. Uh, actually, today I, I I had to meet with a, a West Virginia state uh, police officer, and it wasn't for anything crazy. It was over verifying a VIN on my vehicle, but um, and I wore a mask and introduced myself to a state trooper wearing a mask because I thought they were going to expect that and like whatever. So I just did it. Well, yeah, like, I mean, freeze. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me how people have just accepted it, and they're just—it's not even acceptance. It's they accept it, and they look at you if you don't wear one, like you're the dregs of society. You are the worst human being they've ever seen in their life, and they don't care to come up. They'll come up to you and be like, "Hey, why aren't you wearing a mask?" I don't think it's any of your business, Karen. Honestly. I don't, think I, I don't think I've had anyone ask me why I'm not wearing one. I've only had one old lady at a go-mart come up to me and say, <laughs> you need to be wearing a mask. And I'm like, I think you need to mind your own business. This is America. I heard today that Jim Justice, you know. Governor of West Virginia. He said that, it was Fox News, he said that any young person in the state of West Virginia, if they would be vaccinated, 
they'd be issued a $100 savings bond. Wow. That's insane. Let's just give people money to take a shot that we don't even know what it's going to do yet. I usually I usually spend money on taking shots. Or even worse. Okay, no. <laughs> this is worse. They're not even they're not even giving you money. They're giving you fake money that they hope a gonna, save, that's yeah, going to be worth $100 20 years from now. Yeah. But yeah. until then, we want you to jab yourself. Yo, I, I would if I was if I was fourteen and they gave me a hundred dollar savings bond, I'd cash that bitch out for seventeen bucks and just go get <laughs> like whatever a twelve pack. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, like I'd have to have somebody buy because I was fourteen. But either way, I would do that. You know what I would do? Fourteen year olds don't go buy twelve packs. This is what I would do. I would buy myself a twelve pack of beer and a box of masks. And as I'm walking to my car, the first person I see walking down the street with a mask and they're social distancing. <laughs> And they're doing all the right things. I'm going to take that box of masks out of my bag and I'm going to throw it in his face. I'm like, wake the F up. You're destroying this country, bro. Uh, this is not a children's podcast. <laughs> you, you, can, you, you don't have to, oh, I don't have to. insinuate that uh, F up is not wake the fuck up. Like we, we can talk like that. I don't okay, think this is a podcast. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you can talk however you want, man. This isn't the, we're not on the radio right now. Oh, yeah. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah. Say what you want, because I'm not bleeping it out, because I'm the one who edits it, and I'm not I'm not bleeping it. <laughs> I'll just put explicit when they ask me for whatever it is. Listen. AJ, um, I'm I'm loving your cornrows, man. I've never I've never well, I don't I guess those are modified oh, cornrows. You know what? Okay. I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to mention this. Okay. I, I think I'm in a point in my life where uh mentally I'm kind of going rogue. Right? I think you went off that path a long time ago. <laughs> Fuck you, John. I've seen. I, I mean, I don't. I, I, there you go. My my mind has been so blown by all this, like that. I don't even know if I said this earlier, but I believe that I didn't. Um, I've seen you in a tuxedo on a Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. So I, I like to change my appearance. My vibe. Your vibe. This is the first time I've ever worn any any vibe like this, and and I think it's because like it's like this. It's not a braid, okay? It's it's a twist. I've never worn anything like this. I've always been dressed fairly conservative. Went to a private um, college, Denison University. Always wanted to get into politics, blah, blah, blah. Very conservative, right? The whole um, navy, dark navy uh, jacket and uh, that's a very tan. That's a very deep V. Yeah, very deep. You have a deep V on. It is deep. Also a scarf. But why don't you have any hair on your chest, man? I mean, if you're going to wear a deep V chest, chest shirt, you oh, should have some hair, man. Uh, no. Oh, you guys are talking about the, my no hair chest. I don't. Yeah. I just shave it off. Are, are we going? Are, you're manscaping we your chest. <laughs> I mean, you are. You are. You are a stylist. I mean, I, I am can a see stylist. That. Listen, I, do you use do you use the same clippers on my face and head? No. Why not? I would. I feel yeah, like you just like, like you would never know. I would. I would finish cutting Nate's hair and be like, I just use those on my balls. No, no. If if I bring out a pair of uh, yellow, uh, what are they? Uh, Take anyway. notes, Nate. He's telling you. He's telling you which ones he yeah, uses yeah. for himself. So, if I bring those out, you know, no, no, AJ. My, my <laughs> shifty, my shifty eyes right now are on purpose. <laughs> I, I'm. I want to know. Okay. No, but listen, listen. It's sort of this like bohemian vibe because I'm feeling like, you know, the past few years I have really wanted to see, I really kind of push the limits on how I can live. This sounds really strange, okay? 
We we want to hear. We want to hear. Just take strange roads, but I'm like I want. I really want to see because of my situation, and I'm able to do this. Just trying to see how less of money I can live on. So you're a minimalist. I think yeah. I think I am because I'm trying to figure out. Okay, if I'm I'm over here trying to figure out how much money I can have to live off of. (laughs) Right, right. But what I'm saying is, is, is see. I'm over here with no money. When this, <laughs> when this all goes down and the shit hits the fan, people are going to be dealing with a whole level of different um, mental strains that they don't they're, that they're not aware of. And one of the ones that's really going to get people is the living, um, the standard of living that they're going to that they've been used to. This is going to cripple a lot of people. And well, I mean it. For for me, I can speak for I'll speak for John. You know, we've seen uh, how little you actually can live on. We've we've been to country on country on country on country where people are smiling and happy to see you, and they have nothing. And I've seen the power of one single American dollar in so many countries that uh, at the same time, I've also seen that I don't need any of it. You know, I got, I got my dog, you know, it, 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 it I mean, I can, I can, I can hunt. Yeah. Shout out to Gunny shout always. Gunny. And you know, I just, uh, I mean, I can hunt, I can fish, you know, I, I mean, I can love every day and it's just like, is that a country song? I, I don't think so. I might write it. Hunting, fishing, Sound, sounds good. Maybe maybe we'll go with that. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll maybe we'll write a song not that Luke Bryan ever wrote. But you know, we we could we can do whatever. You know, I, I don't own the rights to that music. Uh, but you know what what I'm saying is, I mean, I know how to live off the land. I know how to I know what I need, and I don't need a new hat. I don't need a new shirt. I don't need whatever. I've seen the the worst living situations i mean i've i've and i mean i've been in places that have it's mind blowing and then it's it's extremely humbling as well so as it takes me it take as i go there and i go to that place and i go back to that place and relive it i start to see that you know all of this really doesn't matter it's the matrix oh yeah we 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 talked about the matrix i mean we're back in it we're back in it, but you know it. It really, it, I mean, it really is. Uh, I like your style, and I, I didn't realize that that was a bohemian kind of mindset or uh, lifestyle. But you know, I, I respect that because it, it it really is. I think we're all going to see here in a very near future that you're going to have to you're going to have to figure it out. My grandfather always told me that. You know, Nathan, when the when the world's eating roots, you should probably have roots. And that's pretty heavy. That's some solid advice. That's for sure some solid advice. I mean, I, I, I know I try to keep it light and entertaining and funny, but I mean, the way it's going, learn how to eat some roots. <laughs> learn how to dig up your own ginseng. And <laughs> hey, that stuff's good for you, actually. Yes, it is. And my memory sucks, so I need more of it. What did um, Eddie Murphy say in um, 
Oh, that one movie. He said, "Man, you're bringing it back to Eddie Murphy. You're showing your age there, AJ." Yeah, last thing I saw Eddie Murphy in, he was like a. It was like the Golden Child. I watched the Golden that's Child. The like, one. Yes, that's that's yes, the quote when, yes. he, when he walks into that um, that that place and he's like, "Do you have something for my what is it?" Um, oh yeah. I, well, I was trying to think. Anyway, it was an Eddie Murphy reference, and I don't remember. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> You, uh, you're out of wine, though, AJ. I think you oh, need yeah. to get another glass. Am I allowed to leave? Yeah, go ahead. We'll we'll, we'll let you take off. Go All get right. yourself another glass of wine, and we'll sit here and kick it for a minute. No, actually, we'll just talk about you. Yeah, we'll just talk about you while you're gone. I take the headphones off before you leave. Oh, yeah. That, yeah Thanks. That you know, it's cool. I, I, I'll take a glass of whatever the hell you just drank. Yeah, man. Can you pour, can you pour three glasses? Do you back? have any oh, more? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we, 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 we don't mind wine. We'll be right back. Yeah. Especially white wine. So AJ just came back and brought us some long stem white wine glass. I'm feeling real bougie right now. Bougie is a good word. So I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty bougie and I'm drinking this white wine and AJ, we are sitting in his studio right now I where like he where he trims ladies' hair this and is, manscapes me. This is Whoa. Where, well, this, we're not manscaping. Oh, no, I, said, I said he didn't manscape me. I okay. Thought. I don't know if this I said. is where the magic occurs. The magic. Okay. You know, I, I remember the first time I watched AJ cut hair. He actually cut my hair and he cut uh, a few other women's hair uh, along with me at, during COVID. We had to hang out at a friend's house and AJ came over to give everybody haircuts because it had been months since everyone had them. And I've never seen anybody cut hair like AJ does. I mean, he would take his scissors. And he would point them downward and just start chopping. And all I could think was, how in the world do you keep that straight? Uh, I've had a lot of uh, cuts on this finger. As a matter of fact, I, I'm got, sure you do. I've got one right here. Um, but you're you've also been you've been published. You've had your work published. I mean, you you travel. The, the the cool thing that I think is that like you you'll go to someone's house. I mean, I see you load up your chair, load up your equipment. I mean, you got you got one of the dankest like scissor like leather crossbody deals I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. It's like an Allen Iverson crossover. I bought that. Uh, I bought that uh, leather shaker from London. <laughs> it it looks like London. It cost about one hundred and forty pounds. 140 pounds 30 quid i'm 190 pounds i don't even know what all this means we're talking about quid now like what is that well um i i try to uh establish my uh my brand as a little bit more exclusive so really it's you know name basis you know you can't call me and really like say i would like to get a uh, get on your books. That's not how it works. Okay, but how if if someone someone got know if someone would like to get on your books because uh, I feel like we've we've covered a lot of things. I mean, how how would someone go about that? You know, I mean, you don't you don't do new clientele or well the the whole COVID has really made it a, a bit more difficult. Typically, I'm always out. I try to dress really nice. And then I just scope out my, my clientele. Okay. I see a girl who's good looking. She's got great hair. I know that when I'm finished with whatever I'm going to do, whatever services, she's going to look great on camera. That's what I do. 
and anything else that I do off of that, people go, yeah, I recommend it, you know, AJ. And it just, it's just word of mouth. So, um, and that's how I would like to keep it because I get to pick my own clients. So basically if you want AJ to cut your hair, he's you not, better be exquisite. He's not, he's not gonna, <laughs> you gotta know somebody, but see, you gotta know but see, somebody. But see, here's the thing though. The thing is, know is, about is what's trick daddy say is I gotta know somebody knows something I'm, about it. <laughs> I'm on this journey. Bohemian. I think that Bohemian. I want to live um a life that has as little extraness as feasibly possible. And I wanna see how long and how much before like a breaking point. Like what will I not do? Like will I not live on the streets? No, I probably wouldn't live on the streets. Um, but I do very little extracurricular, you know, going out to eat, you know, going on, going to parties. I, I do very, I, it's very limited. So I can see how much I can really live on and not have all this extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. Plus the place that I'm at is really badass, and, um, it's a great place to cut hair, especially during the summer. Come check us out. We got a pool, jacuzzi, everything. Uh, I'm familiar because you're my roommate. I live here and they got a sweet hot tub. So, um, yeah. So the whole bohemian look is just a, like I said, it's just a reflection of how and what I am about as far as in my journey right now. Um, a minimalist. I like that uh, word, John. And, um, I'm just trying to see how and where life takes me, you know, as far as a gypsy is concerned, if you've never seen a black gypsy, I'll be the first one. I mean, I've seen them black because they most of all of them do asphalt. So, like, it seems like they <laughs> they get they get most, like most gypsies do asphalt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do asphalt. That's fact. They make roads. Yeah, they 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 make stuff. But like, I mean, I uh, you know, I, I guess you know, because we're gonna start wrapping this up. Whatever my wine is, I need. I mean, I'm not gonna stop until my wine's gone. But you you said you know like. You, you're, you're this journey and whatever, but like my question to you is what's your projection on, you know, the journey on said journey, if you will. Well, um, because it's very personal, um, a lot of what I will, well, excuse me. I thought we were friends. <laughs> we are friends, but, I'll, but I'll, I'm on my own business. Do we, do we, do we have to actually say we're in the circle of trust every single episode? I, this I, is I guess not. I guess, I guess we do. I don't know. You know what, dude? I don't even care anymore. I would rather not even hear it because I just realized that we're enemies. It's all subjectivity. Okay. Now, listen, have you ever heard of a, probably not. Have you ever heard of an adult that says, wow, time sure is flying. And the older they get, the quicker time goes past. You've heard of this, right? I've said it. I've actually, I've heard the saying, the weeks are long and the years are short. I just, I just felt my dick move. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't I know didn't, why. I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> you didn't feel is, my dick move? No. <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> is. I'm glad you didn't either. But I was talking about my own personal dick. You know what I mean? And I felt it move because, I don't know, that got wild right there. That was that was like, there was some heavy stuff going on. The weeks are long or, and the years are short. Like, I mean. It's whoa. an old man saying. Yeah. Hey, that's, I should be saying old man sayings. 
Well, then say I'm some. Like, I'm like a decade older than you guys. I don't think you're a decade I actually, older. I actually, yeah, for sure. But I actually thought, because I mean, I know your age, it, uh, but like I actually thought you were about to say some old man sayings right there. And then John ruined it with like the, <laughs> you know, the game winner. You know what I mean? Like, okay, no, I'll make this short. When we get, please do. Weeks are short. When we get older. Years, years are Wait, years. Wait, who? Judy, forget the saying. Yeah, years are short. No, wait. Years are short. Weeks are sh- uh, long. Weeks are short. Years are short. Year, years are who? Right, John. Right. <laughs> Correct. Okay. So, when we're as we get older, when we feel time, we always think, "Man, time is going by quicker." Do you feel time? Yes, I do. We all do. Okay. Even now, on a flat Earth. Well. Um, if you interrupt me, you're not going to follow the premise Listen, of what no, I'm saying. No, no, stop for a second, though. Um, <laughs> that if you're going to go with feeling time, then how is our calendar structured? How are our seasons structured? How is all all that structured? Is that something that they taught us in? We don't have enough grade? time for all that. Okay, <laughs> I was just saying, you know, that's that's not going to be. You know, you need to. Uh, elaborate a little bit. Okay. Well, uh, allow me to elaborate on the actual story and then and then chime in. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna chime in. That's, okay. It's, it's okay. It's, it's like half my show. When <laughs> we get older, we say time goes by quicker. Am I correct? Yes. Or, okay. I don't ever say that. Now, when we are children, think back on you know a, a trip. Um, to the park or Nate's still a child and an amusement Duh. park. Okay. Those days went on forever, right? They went on forever. You're like, man, I remember those days and they just went on and on and on. They were the great time, the best times of our lives. Okay. Sun setting bikes being ridden, all sorts of things. It was, it was awesome. Now the same time that the adult feels when they're saying, it's going by quicker. It's the same time frame that the child is going through, and they're saying, wow, that day was long. You can take the same amusement park day of a parent and a child. They will both experience the same time frame, but on different levels. For the child, it was slower. For the parent, it was, it was, um, it was quicker. That just means that there is a there, there's a quicker generating of time that goes by all the time, but we're both feeling this exact same um, um, Dude, um, I, speed. I, so the quickness of the adult is the slowness for the children. No, I, no, I get that because the first time I ever went to a theme park, I was in the back of the car and I'll never forget it. I actually wound up underneath the front seat. After I passed out, I was so I was so excited to go to Bush Gardens that I puked my brains out in the back seat and then fat, then passed out and slid underneath the seat in the front of me. Well, I mean, I think you, I think you get accustomed to the passing of time. Yeah, well, of course. And, and and so like when you're young, it's there. There is no front end or there's no there's no back end to it. It's all front end. Well, I take it as this: your Let's say your first trip driving from here to, let's say, Portsmouth. It's a long trip, correct? Now I'm not sure Portsmouth what? Oh, Portsmouth, Ohio. Portsmouth. Or is, is that a long trip? It, it may be. But um, <laughs> the time frame is irrelevant. It's the time that you experience that's relevant. 
what you're doing is your brain is looking and scanning all of these new pieces of information. You've never been down this road before. So your brain is constantly scanning everything and accumulating all this information. It makes the trip time longer. Okay. Same thing experiences when you are a child. All these new experiences, all these new places, all these new emotions that you're feeling, it makes the time longer because you're experiencing them all at a new rate. As you get older, these experiences become mundane. So they become quicker. The exact same way when your brain is coming back on that trip, it's already juggled all of this information. This so, is deep, man. So the trip is much quicker. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I get that. You know, I've also... I think I've maybe slept while driving and like, I just wake up and go, uh, how long have I been sleeping? You know what I mean? Like, cause it just, you, you become accustomed to the things that you're accustomed to. They're making to. fun of me. I'm just, I'm, I was just, I was just saying, it's something I felt like I could talk on that for a second, but no one wants me to. That's fine. I mean, I, this whole it, entire it podcast, half your show. This, this entire podcast, I haven't got to say shit because I don't know nothing that you two weirdos talk about. And I just sat here drinking, trying to figure my life out. Don't have any clue. And now I have some things to say about time. Now you got some education. And I uh, I wasn't listening. Education. I was not listening, honestly. But that's okay. Because the podcast, you can rewind and listen to it 40 times on Spotify. And you should 100% listen to it on Spotify. You should also follow us on Grunts in Appalachia. Uh, it's it's at Grunts underscore in underscore Appalachia on Instagram. Grunts in Appalachia on Facebook. Follow us. Give us a listen. I mean, Spotify is 100% the way to do it. Uh, we know people have had some issues with Apple Podcasts and things. But, you know, it's... It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, we're going to keep talking... Whether people listen or not, I feel like people have enjoyed us. Um, I get a lot about my voice. Well, I mean, you have a really sexy voice, Nate. That's... My dick didn't move that time. Mine didn't either, but I kind of got to use the bathroom. Let me just chime in and assure you that mine didn't either. Okay. (laughs) AJ, it's been wonderful, man. You have been a, a very awesome guest we love how your mind works and how you look at different things from a different perspective is all i can say i i can appreciate that i don't i don't get upset and i don't get angry and i think people shouldn't when people have differing opinions about conspiracy theories especially i look at conspiracy theories kind of like uh, imagination for adults so i mean it's been a pleasure I'll, i'll be honest i blacked out when John said, welcome back to Grunts and Appalachia, because uh, this entire podcast missed me. Well, I mean, at this point, all I can think is like Nate doesn't know how to read and he doesn't watch the news cycle and he doesn't watch news that's not of the national media. OK, you said three things. Two of those are very accurate. OK, <laughs> um, I don't read, but I know how. I think we've established that. <laughs> Can we uh, just... Hey, let's get a hey, cheers. Let's get a cheers in here. Cheers to AJ. Come, thank you, AJ, for being here. Thank you for having me. And we have really appreciated it. As always, Grunts, Grunts and Appalachia, Appalachia out. out.